Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Before we get started, I promised myself that I wouldn't forget to share a very important update with you all. I've officially reopened my one-on-one coaching and I've opened up just five spots to work with me privately. And this will be the last opportunity before summer to work with me. Once those spots are gone, they're gone. So if you're really serious about getting off the dating roller coaster, you're tired of the games, and you're ready to attract a great relationship, go apply now. Use the link in my Instagram bio at Dr. Morgan Coaching, or feel free to send me a DM on Instagram letting me know you'd like to apply. Hey, everybody. I'm so glad that you're tuned in. And wow, there's a lot going on in the world. I just want to take a moment and acknowledge it that this is unprecedented times. And while there is so much crisis and there's fear and there's pain, there's also a lot of good happening in the world. And there's really this amazing opportunity right now for what I would call radical self-care where we're getting really honest about what we need and being able to prioritize it. So make sure that you are doing what you need to take care of yourself. And now more than ever, I am super obsessed with putting out content that helps you all, that serves you, that gives you some benefit. So I'm happy that this podcast is in existence. Obviously, it was started before this, but super happy that it's here during these times. I hope that you DM me. You let me know what topics that you want to hear. One that I got a lot, and this is why this episode is happening. I've had a lot of people reach out to me and they are asking me, is dating over? Are we no longer dating as a country because of COVID-19? And the answer is absolutely not. Dating is not dead. Dating is not over. It just looks different. And before I dive into how it's different and and what you can do to still date during this time, because as you know, I want to give you tangible things you can take away from each episode. So I'll dive into that. But before I do, why? Why is dating still happening? So I saw something that said that, you know, dating app use is up by 200%. And maybe if you're on the apps, maybe you've experienced that, that there's just a huge amount of people on the dating apps or on online dating. And one of the things is, yes, of course, logistically, people are home, they have more time, they're just home and they have their phones. Yes. And 
times of crisis help people see their values and their priorities more clearly. So people who are single, not in a relationship, if they are navigating this time alone without a partner, it becomes clear really quick the value of having a partnership. So keep in mind that this time, sure, um, has brought about uncertainty, but uncertainty can actually be a gift when it comes to getting clear on what matters in our lives. And for people in the dating pool, maybe who have sort of like played it casually or, you know, not really um, been open to pursuing, quote unquote, a serious relationship, those folks with the current situation likely have gotten more clarity on what matters. And having a partner right now is something that a lot of people, if they're single, they're wishing that they had. So more people are on the dating apps. And I, I want to say this, I want to say, if you are navigating this, maybe you live alone, maybe you're single and nobody else in your friend group is, maybe um, everybody in your family is married except you, I want to acknowledge that there's pain there because it's important not to avoid the pain. We want to acknowledge it. Want to acknowledge it's hard. And being kind to yourself and acknowledging the comparison that comes out or the self-criticalness, whatever comes up, making space for it and acknowledging it. And at the same time, how can you move through it so you don't get stuck there? Okay. And one thing I would say is it's also important to acknowledge that there are people who are quarantined in a relationship that they're not happy in. There are people who maybe it seems like everything's great, but they're actually living out their worst nightmare right now, which is being home with their partner and unable to leave. So we should all have so much compassion for those folks as well. And what do we know about the research? The research shows that in terms of feeling content and overall happiness, folks who are in a great relationship that's functioning well, they're at the top of feeling the most content. But then after that, it's actually it's actually the single folks who have the second highest level of happiness. And then after that is people who are in kind of a mediocre relationship. And then after that, people who are in a really difficult relationship. So if you are single, you're actually probably among some of the happier folks at the moment. So really, truly taking in that awareness, there's nothing wrong with you. The change in our societal circumstances maybe has highlighted the single status that you have. However, it does not make any change in your worthiness or any change in it being right or wrong. You know, maybe it's helped highlight for you your values and your goals of finding a partner. 
but I want you to know there's nothing wrong with you. And in fact, you're probably better off than quite a few of the folks who are quarantined together in a relationship that's just kind of meh. So anyways, that needed to be said. That needed to be said. And what can we do? So how I want to move into the part of the episode where I give you the how to, how can you navigate dating right now during these unprecedented, uncertain times? And the answer, the answer to that is that you, number one, you still can. Okay. And number two, it doesn't mean that you need to. So let me break down the first part. Should you or should you not? Are you ready to date? Were you ready before the pandemic? And what what do I mean by ready? Because that can actually be a lie that people tell themselves as well, that they're not ready. So ready is that you have created emotional space. You have some clarity on what you want. You are clear about your own value and your own self-worth apart from a relationship. So the honest question is, would you benefit from more internal work and working on yourself before you put yourself out there in the dating pool? And if the answer is yes, then guess what? This is a great time to do that. And in fact, it's such a great time that I actually opened up more coaching spots to work privately with people because I was getting so many DMs. So if that's you and you've been listening to me and you know that now is the time for you to really work on yourself, I probably have mentioned this, but feel free to shoot me a DM on IG or go ahead and click the link in my bio and there's an application that you can fill out. You just click apply here. And then if you're approved, once I review the app, if you're approved, we'll go on and we'll do an introductory call and go from there. So if you know that this is the time for you to work on yourself so that you can be ready to date, then this is a great time for that. Go apply now. Let's do it. What are you waiting for? Okay. But let's let's move on this little decision tree here. I wish I had a visual aid. (laughs) So the other branch was, okay, you are pretty good, you know, in terms of where, where you're at and you're, you're ready to be in the dating world right now, even with the pandemic. What does it look like? Guess what? You can still be on dating apps. You can still be online uh, using Match or the variety of other services that are online. And for those of you that haven't made space for dating in your life because you've been so busy with, let's say, friendships, career, travel, doing your own thing, maybe you have a little bit of an avoidant attachment style and you've just been doing you for a long time. And all of a sudden, you have all this free time now where you're home and you're realizing, okay, I am ready for this. This is a great time for you to get on a dating app or get on an online dating service and get serious about connecting with a partner. Okay. And I have a whole episode on dating apps. DM me if you want it. I'll send it to you. 
but it's a lot about how you can be successful on dating apps. And I talk about the profile and I'll even, if you want, I will even help you with your dating app profile. Just DM me and let me know what your questions are and I'll do my best to help you out. Um, but there is a, there is kind of a formula for your dating profile to work for you. We can't just show up with whatever and expect to attract the partner that we want. You know, it's like when you're fishing and you know, there's a certain, I don't know any fish at all. So I can't tell you, I guess I do know something, right? I know salmon. Let's say you want salmon and you don't want tuna. You want that nice salmon. It's like you have to use the bait that the salmon wants, whatever that is. Okay. So when you're showing up on the dating apps, LOL at that metaphor. Oh my God. Okay. When you're showing up on the dating apps though, you have to be able to put out there, show up with the correct energy and the version of yourself that will attract the kind of partner that you want and the kind of relationship that you want. So yeah, I'm not going to say, yeah, just do it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. It matters how you show up. So, so that's the first part. You can still use apps. And the next part is there's FaceTime, y'all. There's Zoom. There's the phone. Uh, there are ways to connect with people virtually without showing up in person. Oh, my dog is saying hello. Hello. Thanks. Thanks for protecting me, son. All right. Anyways, so you can still date virtually. You can get to know someone and you can tell a lot about someone by being on the phone, by doing FaceTime. You can pick up on a lot. Okay. So the way this would work, here's sort of my timeline that I would, you know, give to you as an example, of course, there's some flexibility. So you, let's say you connect with somebody on the dating app. You have back and forth, a little bit of banter, flanter, as people call it, flirting banter, right? You have that back and forth on the dating app and it's a couple days, maybe it's, you know, three days, four days. It's consistent. Consistent's big because you're going to know someone's interested in you if they're consistent and they're actually responding and you're responding and it's ongoing, right? So they've passed that test. It's consistent and there's a connection. What would be next? Well, the next thing would be to exchange phone numbers. So they get your personal phone number and let's say there's more consistency. Um, and you know what? I will say this. The dating apps are also, they've added video chat features to them to try to help with the spread of this to encourage people to only use video chat. So you don't even have to do your personal number. Because once you have that consistency via text, the next thing is a phone call. So this could either be just a good old fashioned phone call or you could do a FaceTime. But that's going to be the next step. And you're going to be able to tell a lot from that interaction. And it will either be, yes, I want to put more energy into this and continue to get to know this individual. Or it will be, hell no, um, it was nice, but never want to speak to you again. Or it'll be like, yeah, you're great, but no, you know, just not interested. So the video 
the video chat or the phone call is going to give you a lot of info. And then what happens from there? You keep getting to know the person. And it's not this rapid, all of a sudden you speak to each other every day throughout the day and you're FaceTiming every single night. No, 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 no. You still want to pace this appropriately. You know, maybe you're having a FaceTime date a couple times a week or three times a week at the most. Um, And you keep getting to know the person. And as of right now, the guidelines are really, truly, if we look at what the CDC says, really, truly, I would advise you not to meet up with the person in person. Because once again, there's not that level of trust. So you actually, you know, you haven't built a level to know, okay, where has this person been? Who has this person socialized with, etc. So I wouldn't advise meeting up in person. But like I said, that doesn't mean that you still can't build a connection. And yes, this will end. This period of time will end. And when it does, you can finally go have that coffee date or go out to dinner, you know, what, whatever it is that you would do. But just because we cannot go and date the way we used to, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't do it at all. Because as I've said at the very beginning, it is more clear than ever before to people who are on the fence about a relationship. It is clear they want one. So what do you think? DM me your questions. You know I love to hear from you all. It really makes my day when you tell me which parts of the episode were your favorite. I feel like this one may be even a controversial opinion and I'm okay with that, but I definitely want to hear from you and tell me what are you struggling with? What are the things that you're struggling with as we're as we're going through this global unprecedented pandemic? Tell me what what is coming up for you around dating? And as always, first and foremost, as you're going through dating, it is so important that you're taking care of you. You're taking care of your energy first because our energy doesn't lie, right? Whatever we're putting out there, that will be felt. And more than ever, our mental health matters. The energy that we put out there matters make sure that you're taking care of you first and doing what you need to do for yourself before you're putting yourself out there in the dating world. All right, you guys, as always, I so appreciate you and I am wishing you high self-worth, great relationships. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce, And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. 
So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.